0: Today in this special episode, during this crisis, we're going to talk about what we're calling the big question that this crisis is forcing all of us to answer. I'm Jeff Eckert. I'm Jason
1: Brewer. And this is the Thought Factory. The Thought Factory podcast is brought to you by Never the Same, cultivating students through biblical discipleship and spiritual disciplines using theology, community, and technology. Learn more at neverthesame.org.
0: During this crisis, there's an opportunity for you to develop as a youth worker. Join national leader Jeff Eckert, founder of Never the Same, to learn four strategic growth patterns that will benefit your life and ministry. Join him live for four sessions that are designed to help you develop a strong team around you, show you how you can sustain a healthy spiritual life within you, teach you to become a better communicator both publicly and personally, and show you how you can organize around your values and outcomes four 90-minute sessions in four days, April 27th through 30th. Learn more at neverthesame.org slash development. So, hey, coming up next week as this is being recorded, we're going to offer this special course that we're doing online for this live experience. It's something I've taught hundreds and hundreds of youth workers from around the world. Hope you can join us. You heard more information. Check out the web link. We hope that this might be something that could help you. And we're doing this as a, a benefit, a proceed to another ministry that we really believe in that helps urban students in crisis. So, hope you can join us for this thing we're doing called Development by Design. Okay, Jason, we're going to get into what's the big question that this is forcing us all to answer. You know, in the last few weeks, we've been surrounded by this environment that's totally new. And what it's done is it's forced us to ask, some really, really deep questions, like what's the purpose of our ministry and what are some things that we're doing here?
1: Yeah, again, you find yourself exposed in this time when things are stripped away and you aren't able to meet, you aren't able to creatively produce uh, an environment. What is the core? What is Ultimately, what is your ministry about? And And we want to discuss those those questions and get you to start thinking about those questions as well today.
0: Right now, currently, pretty much all of us doing ministry with students, we're doing it online. We're doing it virtually. That's kind of just the situation that we're in. But some of the questions as I've talked with youth workers that have arisen, what is being found and discovered that maybe is unnecessary that we've been doing What do we need to let go? Some of the things that we may have been doing maybe are unnecessary and we just have learned in the last few weeks. You know, we need to let that go. That maybe isn't as important as what we thought it was. I was talking with a a friend recently who was saying they just recently started getting their students engaged in the Bible and having actually students help lead these discussions and keeping each other accountable. And he was saying to me, this situation, although we've moved virtually, it hasn't changed at all what we're doing. Our students are still leading. They're still hungry. They're still in the word. And he said this situation really has highlighted for them what they're doing that's that's good, that's core, that's necessary. That really is down to what they think is best um, in terms of what really is the essence of what we're about as a ministry
1: i know a lot of youth leaders and youth workers won't admit it necessarily but when they put a program together are they just simply offering a product for them for their students their customers quote unquote to be consumed youth workers aren't necessarily going to say oh yeah that's exactly what we're doing and that's the only thing we're doing but when this product is eliminated then you think i need to i need to recreate or redesign this product and then that's all we're offering are you just simply offering a product to be consumed or are you creating an environment to meet with god and that can happen through a digital platform it can happen through phone calls it can happen through other realms besides a program but even when you are thinking through your digital execution of your ministry, are we creating an environment for the students to meet with God? Or are we simply putting things on the the plans in place just to simply fill time so that we can say we did something for the week?
0: This is so critical right now because we're in a time where I wrote an article last week saying that I think our number one job right now is not to lead, but to listen. We need to be listening to God. What is God saying to us? And we've talked about this before, Jason, this podcast. If you ask the wrong questions, you're going to get the wrong answers. And I think the wrong question right now is, what can we offer to students as a product? How can we change our product? I think that's the wrong question. It's just what you said. We're not offering a product to be consumed and i think a lot of people believe that ministry what we do as ministers is we're offering a product they may not say it in those words but that's basically what how they operate and maybe they don't even maybe would say they believe it but in practice that's what they're doing so right now online i'm going to offer this sermon as a product and hopefully it's entertaining enough i'm going to offer this game i'm going to offer this idea and all those elements aren't wrong. It's not that we shouldn't be doing those things, but what is our purpose? So if we're saying we want to do this so that we can entertain our students. Now, that's not to say that during this time, again, this is a time of crisis, that we shouldn't be helping students fill their time. I want you to hear us say that too. But it's in terms of the purpose, the core, what our ministry really is about, Are we saying this is a product, consume it, you'll enjoy it and then come back for more? Or, Jason, just like you said, are we creating an environment for them to meet with God? And Jason, if you think about it, that's exactly how we program NTS camp during the summer. Not as a product, but as an environment.
1: Yeah, we are not against programming. I'm one person who is definitely not against programming so don't hear us think like now that the normal programming elements that you are used to are eliminated like eliminate them for forever programming is more than just filling time and putting elements together it is what how are you leading the students to a a moment with god to experience a, a a time with him where they are transformed and They're able to meet with him and not just simply be entertained. And and so when we are thinking through our time with our students and what we're creating, we're creating an environment that ultimately leads them to to something, to have an intent. And so when we when we disrupt that with our own plans and when we disrupt it when we think I just have to fill 30 minutes or 60 minutes with something because I I have these students here and I just have to do something. But instead, are we taking all these elements and and bringing them together so that there's moments where they go, "I sense God right now," and that's powerful. What do I do with this? And that's where you want to lead them.
0: Yeah, Jason, I know a lot of people in ministry, and I would say, and I've said this to you, and I've said it to you've heard me say it to other people, but I think you're you're one of the most gifted people, and and in creating those moments and designing program for those moments that, that, I've, that I've ever known. And you have such a gift in that. You, you help train and influence other people in those ways. And youth workers, as you're listening to this, think about it this way. The next time you meet with your students, whether it's virtually or physically, it doesn't matter. Are you offering them something to consume or are you creating an environment for them to meet with God? And that's a completely different approach to ministry. You may do the same elements, but you'll do them in a different way for a different purpose, maybe in a different order. But, you know, we have these moments that we that we work on for the ministries that we're a part of, primarily with NGS Camp and these physical gatherings that we have in the summer. And we we say these moments are the ones that can change lives, just simple moments where we're, bringing people to a place where they, and what we say is we create an environment for students to meet with God. And what's beautiful about that is that you can program and do that in a way that's relevant to every student, whether they're a very mature believer or whether they don't, they have not necessarily even know much or anything at all about God and scripture. All the way in between, you can be doing that. And that's our point today is the big question is what are you offering? What are you calling students to in your ministry?
1: And if you had listened to our podcast from last week we discussed these three elements of the crisis that we find ourselves in, one being a blizzard, a winter or a mini ice age. And you may think this is just a blizzard and I just have to get through this little bit few days of Harsh weather, so I'm just going to do whatever I I can just to fill time, entertain students, and just almost be able to provide something because that's my job. You may look at it as the season, and just I have to just get through these few months, and then everything will go back to normal. And once this is done, then I'll be able to do what I've been used to doing. Uh, but right now, I'm doing things that I'm not. Uh, not used to doing, I'm learning new tasks and, and learning new skills. But what if it's an ice age and it's causing us to go, there's things that will never come back. What are, what are those primary things that you need in your ministry to sustain? And what are you trying to instill in your students in this time if it is
0: going to be a longer period of time where it's not going to go back to normal? Ultimately, here's what we need to be thinking about. The purpose of our ministry, the purpose of our lives as ministers, as bridge builders, is we are calling people, we're calling students to worship, not to consume. We're calling them to give themselves away. I say it this way. We, if we approach worship wanting to be filled, we will leave empty. But if we approach worship wanting to be emptied, we will leave filled. You know that when you go into an environment let's say like a a serving trip where you might go to another far away place or even locally and you go there with the intent to serve and to help someone isn't it funny how you walk away more filled up and you probably feel more blessed yourself personally than maybe the recipient of your your service did or does and i think That's exactly what happens when we go into an environment and we can create those environments and we can train and help our people understand that we're not offering them a product. We're calling them to give themselves away. And the ironic thing is when you do that, you'll you'll leave. If you empty yourself, you'll leave more filled up with what God is doing in your life. So, we're calling students to worship, not consume.
1: The Thought Factory podcast is brought to you by Never the Same, whose vision is to see new generations transformed in Christ to further the kingdom of God. Learn more at neverthesame.org.